Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Oh, hi. Hi, Malcolm Nance. Hi. Oh, hi. What is this, a giant dog festival? Yes. 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 (laughs) It always is. You know, why do you limit yourself to two? I know. I know. Um, So, eh. Okay, where do we even start with where we're at with the January 6th? So, obviously, it was an epic slapdown by uh, Judge Chutkin saying, mm-hmm. you know, you ain't president, bitch. It's, I'm just paraphrasing. <laughs> uh, well, yes. It was right. implied. The bitch was silent. Right. America, America doesn't have kings, and presidents aren't kings, and you aren't president. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you saw, we've been talking about Joyce White. White. Vance wrote a piece about, you know basically just trying to calm us about the, the Steve Bannon, you know, uh, uh, contempt thing. She wrote a whole piece. Steve Bannon's subpoena case is taking longer when we want it to. That's a good thing. She said subpoena for Steve Bannon to testify. Uh, it seems straightforward, right? The contempt seems pretty straightforward. Um, she t- And she references the prosecution in 1983 of Rita Lavelle, who was a EPA um, head of the EPA's toxic waste programs. The government lost that case. So, um, and she said, there's an old saying prosecutors like to repeat to one another, if you shoot at the king, you best not miss. Roughly translated, that means don't indict a suspect before your evidence is in place. The government bears the burden of proof beyond a reasonable doubt, the highest standard of proof we use in our legal system. And to meet that burden, the prosecution must have admissible evidence of guilt. Prosecutors can't rely on what everyone thinks or what they know or what people believe, ensuring they have evidence to establish every element of a crime, even in a matter that seems as self-proving as this one, takes time and effort. Uh, silence doesn't mean inaction. Frustrating it means we don't know what work is or isn't in progress. So what right. are your thoughts on what is that? Because obviously, it's, Bannon's the first domino. All these other subpoenas just issued, they're not going to comply if Bannon's right. not forced to comply, right? Well, I, I, in fact, I was on air with Joyce Vance when we had this discussion last Saturday. Right. And she came out and she said, listen, these things are not quick. They are not things which happen you know, rapidly. They have to not only get the evidence, they have to do the paperwork, and more importantly, they have to impanel a grand jury. 
That's All what right. she was it's saying, that we wouldn't know whether there's a grand jury or not, but if there is, that takes That's time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, and, you know, that could take a little bit of time. The point is, I don't think he's going to get away with it. Okay. I think that they will indict him because it's pretty clear. And we need that. We need that principally because now you have some really big players. One of my favorites, Steve Miller, yep. Stephen and, Miller, and, and Michael Flynn. And Kaylee McInerney, all that were in the new subpoenas. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Miller and, it, yeah. There's that wing ding, too. I suspect okay. she'll probably try to talk. But Mike Flynn and the rest, uh, they, they all have a vested interest in not opening their mouths. And they're all watching very carefully what happens with Steve Bannon. Mm -hmm. right. And Steve Bannon, of course, is the one who's, you know, you know, he's like a... He's, he's like a primate that flings his, uh, yes. you know, his uh, refuse at people. So he, he, he is going to be the test case. And I suspect it'll come back. However, Steve Bannon is also the kind of guy who will go to jail for 183 days, right? Or, or whatever it was in the case of, um, in the uh, Monica Lewinsky case. Uh, so, you know, we need to be prepared for that. Um, there was a really good comment by Tom Nichols the other day, and I, yeah. I know on the left we got a lot of flack from it. But he said, you know, these things just don't happen instantaneously. What you need to do is stop waiting for the, the anvil to drop from the sky. You guys know, never been a big supporter of what I call Blue Anon, right? Mm -hmm. That uh, Louise Mensch, uh, you know, Donald Trump is secretly being indicted by the Supreme Court, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know. Those fantasy baseball things are just that. We have to let the law take its course. Is the Justice Department doing stuff? Yes. Uh, I suspect that we want Merrick Garland, though, to be a little more aggressive, to yeah. be a little more active. Uh, but, you know, for all the talk of a, a duck treading, you know, uh, furiously un underwater, hey, we didn't have that with Bill Barr. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We knew when the Justice Department was doing things because there was action. And I would like to see our Justice Department show a little more resourcefulness rather than try to maintain the pillars of an institution, which will be pulled down brick by brick next November if we lose the House of Representatives. Yeah. Well, I, I think the Tom Nichols, I'm not sure if this is the one you were talking about. He said the strategy for fighting an authoritarian movement, it's to build the biggest coalition you can assemble of people who agree with you as broadly as possible, not to insist that they must jump through, through your intellectual hoops and pass your wickets before you accept their vote. And you just said, uh, damn, it's a word of the day. Absolutely right. We must stop locking ourselves into the I'm a single issue voter stovepipe. We must all win this battle with authoritarianism. Winning the Congress and Senate in uh, November 22 is the next step. And I agree and with I, you. Like, I don't, you know, I don't I don't like these labels, you know, like it, the same kind of Democrats not going to run everywhere around the country. It is essential to avoid fascism that you vote blue no matter who, period. And he was ex and he was excoriated for that comment. I saw a lot of people on the left doing that. Well, we shouldn't give up childcare. We shouldn't give up that. You know what? We're getting to the point where you may be giving up everything. We said this last year. We said this last year in the run-up to the 2020 election. You may be giving up every component of American life in your choice if we don't band together as a giant coalition, a coalition, uh, you know, anti-Trump Republicans, far left, far right, or, I'm sorry, far left, progressive left, and you may have to compromise on some things. If Right now, we're waiting for the Build Back Better, you know, to be voted on. And yeah. yes, it had to be skinny down. Yes, that's the way sausage is made. 
But if you say I'm a single issue voter, and if I don't get that issue, I won't vote. You voted for authoritarianism. You will never get that issue. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at look at abortion now, right? Yeah. Uh, if we lose next November to the well, House of I Representatives, just... if there is not a reverse blue wave. It's all gone. Yeah. Donald well, I'm Trump going to. I pr- I, am, I forgot to, but I'm pre bitch slapping John Fugel saying this week because he <sighs> used you know the label for Terry McAuliffe of neoliberal establishment, and I'm like, you know what, John? I've been called that, and I voted for Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> it, and so, mm-hmm. like, what what is the point of these effing I'll, labels at this point? Like, I, I you know, I mean, look, I, I'll tell you what Terry McAuliffe was. I'll give you yeah. the label that he really should should have got dull. Yeah. yeah, he was not. Yeah, he's not a great candidate. He he's offered yeah. nothing yeah. to excite the base. Mm-hmm. So all of you who are out there who hear this, okay, if you have a politician that you want to vote for, make sure this is the one year you need to be exciting. The one year you need to offer radical solutions if that's what it takes. Yeah, Tom Nichols is right. Get rid of your labels. Get rid of your single issue. Vote for the preservation of democracy Thank you. again. Thank you. We only went into extra innings. We didn't win the game. Yep. And by the way, I love that you said insurrectionists are defecting to Russian-backed dictatorships. Yeah. I've been dying to say this. America, love Wait. it or leave it. I mean, of course, this insurrectionist yeah. flees to Belarus, right? I mean, it's just, okay. Wanted yeah. by the FBI, which means now they're going to put out an international red notice on this guy. He is a wanted fugitive from U.S. justice. And I can't wait. Now, the problem is he went to the Belarusian dictatorship, which is under technical control of Vladimir Putin. This guy. And you know what? I want more of them to do it. If you don't think that you should be here, like what if Marjorie Taylor Greene says open season on patriots? It's also open season for, quote unquote, patriots to start defecting to America's most traditional enemies, to the last major dictatorship in Eastern Europe, the Belarus. Okay. America, love it or leave it. Hit yep. the road. Yep. You don't want to be here. It's you road don't want to fight yep. for it. And you're, yeah. you're, you want to attack the Capitol and then you go to a dictatorship. Mark my words, that guy will have a Russian TV, TV, Russia Today TV show. Yeah. Because yep. there you go. Propaganda and tearing down America is going to be his job. Yeah. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. By the way, you said uh, uh, Dan Bongino on Biden vaccine mandates. These people are animals. They're savages. They're eager to punish you and destroy you. It's time for mass civil disobedience on a scale we haven't seen. They can't come for all of us at the same time. There's more of us than of them. And you just said, now this is sedition. I mean, that's sedition. You know, I've sat, when we were at Politicon a couple of years ago, I sat on the bus with that big-headed guy. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I'll pull my punches. And I taught him a valuable lesson. The lesson that I taught him is because he was making comments and jokes and get, you know, he had a little crew. They all have a little posse, yeah. right? I yeah. had my wife. Yeah. That was it. And this guy had a posse <laughs> and his wife that's, and all these that's things. That's a t shirt. Real men's wife, posse is their wife. 
<laughs> he actually on Twitter got his wife to defend him yeah. against something that I said. And there's a truism that I've learned when 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 dueling with these guys intellectually. Don't get your friends to laugh at him. Get his friends to laugh at him. And that's what I did. Yeah. I got his friends to laugh at him. Yeah. He is just a blowhard. But what he did there in that quote that you read first, that's stoking and inciting sedition. I've just finished a book on this, 120,000 words. I got to add an epilogue now with just what has been said in the last 30 days. I mark my words, yeah. warn you. This book is called They Want to Kill Americans. Yeah, well, and as you point is, out, one year ago you predicted on your choice of venues, Bill Maher, but that because of the election of Biden, the Republicans were planning a political and paramilitary insurgency. 61 days later, it kicked off on 1-6, and that was just the start. And, uh, you know, here we are. I mean, it's, it's by the way, I the latest, this, you know, Paul Gosar, I, I love you, you just said, okay, I'm going to say it. Paul Gosar is a weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. there's something seriously wrong with him in the first place. But yeah, I mean, that's like a daily thing now. Death threats against your colleagues. You know, he's got one of those Japanese anime body pillows. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like Krieger in Archer. Don't judge. Don't judge on those. (laughs) I'm not judging. The problem is he's probably got six to them, assembles them in his office and has a constituent meeting. (laughs) This guy's weird. Yeah. No, really, seriously. I mean, this is a guy who's he's older than me, right? He's in his 60s and he's doing these comic book anime things thinking this is going to be interesting. He 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 threatened he, through it, through anime threatened the yeah. life of 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 a, of a congressional uh, um, representative and the yeah. president of the United States through anime? Really? You know, Malcolm, uh, it's interesting because you we've been having this t- conversation for so long, but you know, there really, as a terrorism expert, there really is something different about where we are right now because that's like every day, whether it's Marjorie Taylor Greene or Paul Gosar, death against school board members, against election officials, right? You're hearing all these voicemails. And I, I mean, death threats are just like an everyday multiple occurrence now, right? That's the level and, and, that we've reached, right? Yes. And there was a program that I was listening to yesterday where they were talking about the level of death threats that are out there. And I want to say it was CNN went and interviewed the individuals who were making the death threats for school boards. And the punchline was they called all of the people who had made these threats and every one of them owned up to it with their real name. Yeah. And said, yes, I said that. Yeah. Yes. I, I threatened that person. And yes, I told them they should shoot themselves. This is the a-holing of America. Yeah, well, there's a story Trump. last night about the Reuters. It was at Reuters that wrote the story. And, the you know, the police said, oh, it was untraceable, the number, we couldn't, whatever. They found the guy. Talked to him. He admitted it. That's and doubled down and then that's started the threatening story. those reporters. I mean. Yeah, and that's just insane. And they're saying that none of these are, are manifest threats. You know what? I'm telling you. This is a lawyer's uh, a bonanza here for people to go out and start filing cases against these people who are giving them death threats. I had 30 plus death threats based on something Fox News said, which was a false libelous lie that they put in writing. And, you know, that guy, Brian Flood, had the nerve yesterday 
to email me to ask for an interview on some other subject related to the Steele dossier, I got 40 death threats in less than a day Yeah, against myself and my family. These people don't understand. They understand it, but they think that their behavior is acceptable now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It has become normalized to the extent this is an everyday three thing to threaten death to your congressional colleague, your school board colleague, your election official. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, let me get your take real quick, because you, gotta, you yeah, c- but Steph, yeah, you got to stand up to this. If, yeah. If you go to a school board meeting and you hear the crazy people in there, you got to get up and say, "Hey, I'm going to rebalance all this because I know the school board's fine. You know, has to maintain decorum. That person's crazy." This is unacceptable. Don't let people talk like this. Thank because you. if you sit there and you let them have yeah. their free speech. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know what it is? We have to make racists afraid again. And when I'm going to ask John Fugelsang for yep. a new bumper sticker because my dog ate it. But this is. Yeah. Okay. This Listen. Morning. Welcome. <laughs> Real quick. Mueller, she wrote, our friend, uh, AG, wrote. Yes. Um, Pence, his aides and staff were locked out of their offices in the Capitol complex during the insurrection because their access badges had been deactivated the morning of the attack, according to sources familiar with the incident. Um, you said this better not be true. I mean, I don't know if this has been reported out yet. Uh, I, we do know that panic buttons were ripped out of offices like Ayanna Presley's, but, you know, and we yeah. know that somehow they knew which were the reinforced windows at the Capitol. We knew they knew where certain offices were. But what do you make of this particular reporting? That story needs to develop and be confirmed. Because as I wrote in my tweet, there could have been a protocol, right, for a lockdown in which all of the badges of senior executive service personnel or people under Secret Service protection are locked down so that no one is using their access ways. I don't know if, it. you know, first off, they took them to a loading dock um, in order because it was the most solid concrete structure that they had down there. All I know is that is something that must be investigated yeah. by the one six committee. Yeah. Anybody who did anything nefarious or even looks nefarious, we can we can track that by the way. That's an electronic keystroke. Well we know that was people... the vice president done deliberately? Yeah. We don't know. We know people at the Capitol very seriously wanted to kill Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi. So we don't know who was, you know, behind all of that yet i think we're still tip of the iceberg um malcolm great as always we're long as always we love you don't forget right, everybody let's make racists afraid again i'm embarrassed again embarrassed okay all right love Thanks, you malcolm